So the day of the bris mila itself, there's uh, quite a few halakhas and minhagim and things around the ceremony of the bris mila. Number one, in the morning, so there's an Indian that the sandik should go to the mikvah, but it's not necessary. Also, from the morning time already by Shachris, the father of the Nemo, the one who has the mitzvah, plus the sandik, plus the moil. Wherever the davening, they uh, patter the kihila from saying tachnun. Pretty lucky if it's a Monday or Thursday, everyone will be very appreciative. So even if the bris will take place later on in a hole somewhere, the actual minion that the father or the moil of the Sanaka Davnigan do not say Tachnun. Some places have meaning that the moil should daven for the Yamud. As the Pasuk says, Roimimus Kelbe Grainam Vekerev Pefiois Biyadam. That when somebody's going to be carrying a Kerev Pefiois, a sharp sword, a knife, a blade, he should have Roimimus Kelbe Grainam. He should have the glory of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, in his voice beforehand. Uh, nowadays, I don't think the Moelam have a minute to down for the Amud, but they'll say out loud on the day that they have a bris. By Pesukah Zimrat, maybe they'll go up for the Amud, or even if they're not dominating for the Amud, they'll say out loud, they'll say it loud and slow, pretty much announcing uh, the fact that there's going to be a bris mila that day. If there's a question of who should get the uh, Aliyah, so of course the Aviyah Ben, there's an Indian for him to get an Aliyah, and the Moyal, and the Sandik, but the Sandik has Kadima over the Moyal. There's an Indian for Tefillin to be worn during a Brismila, but in most places nowadays, everyone takes off their Tefillin, especially if the Mila is not immediately following the Avening Chakras. So, uh, you know, we steer people are going to schmooze and talk and waste time while wearing Tefillin. And that's a concern of Hesachadas. So therefore, in most places, Tefillin is removed before the actual bris. But if it's right afterwards, it's commendable to keep the Tefillin on as an ice bris kaidash that's going to be happening with the bris milah and also the ice of the Tefillin that's being worn by the people. We mentioned earlier that bris milah is similar to a carbon on a mezbeach in some ways, and it's also similar to a ketores in some ways. And that's why somebody's called a kvater, comes with the word kaiter, as if it has two vavs, so it's kvater. Um, but one of the reasons why the father should stand right at the side of the moil, besides for giving him the instructions and making him a shliach, but similar to a carbon, there's a din that the bailam, the owner, the one that's bringing the carbon, is supposed to attend the sacrifice, and in many cases also he's supposed to be doing smicha, leaning on the carbon. So so too, since this is like a carbon, the father's offering his son almost like a sacrifice, like a kedis yitzchak, the father should be there. I've been by some reason where the father's like, ooh, I can't look at it, you know, he stands to the side. That's the wrong thing to do, even if you don't want to look. But he should stand at the side of the mile, right there by the bismillah. When you're standing right in front of the bismillah, so the question rises when I get to the brachas, the tefillahs, the shem Hashem that's being mentioned in front of the exposed bris area of the baby. So by Svardim, they hold that it's considered erva even from infancy. So ne- normally it would be an issue to face, even if they would close their eyes, just to face that and make a bracha would be a problem and it would require one to turn their face away. However, some say even for Svardim that there's no age limit on erva but during the bris meal itself, it's all considered It's an entire experience of Kedusha and Shechina, and it's not considered erva that Akash Baruch says, I depart from. And therefore, bracha is able to be made in front of it, and it need not be covered. This sounds like a little thing, but truthfully, it's an important factor, because we're saying that the bracha is supposed to be done immediately before, and some mayalim make the bracha after they already start the actual meal itself. So covering it up, would be somewhat of a difficulty. And again, some hold that from infancy it's erva and you have to turn around, but others say that since it's a bris, it's considered all kedusha. Ashkenazim 
hold and until a child is three years old, that area is not even considered erva at all, and it's not an issue. The brachas and tefillahs may be set in front of it without a problem. If the baby does decide to uh, uh, expel its last feeding, uh, then there's a separate round of those covered for the bracha and covered for what's going on, so it should be cleaned up beforehand. There's different in argument the father makes a shachiyanu by the bris milah. Uh, many people say there's no reason not to. It's a rare, exciting, happy mitzvah. Why not make a shachiyanu? Others say that because there's dam, there's spilling of blood, and the baby's in pain, <coughs> it's difficult to make a full shachiyanu. We take simcha when there's the pain of the baby and blood is being spilled. There's even a medrash that says that kiyalecha arachnu kolayoyim davinamel says we die for you every day because this is like a partial death when there's some blood being spilled and therefore it's not the time to make a bracha on chayim shachiyanu. So therefore, everybody should follow their minig. Um, I don't see an issue if a father feels very, very besimcha and would like to make a shechiyonu, he definitely could probably buy something uh, new, a new tie or something, and make the bracha quietly, even if it's not his minig, so you don't do it hourly and uh, announce it if it's not his minig, but he could do it quietly and make a shechiyonu to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu.